Well, it's finally here, one of the best months on the calendar year, the month of March, and it's even more special here in Indianapolis and in Circle City, knowing that, well, hell, the entire tournament is going to be paid right here in the state of Indiana from West Lafayette down to Bloomington and the venues here in Indianapolis in between. Kind of crazy to think that, you know, I'm used to Bankers Life Fieldhouse. I'm used to Lucas Oil Stadium, but from where I live in Broad Ripple, a mile and a half one direction and a mile and a half in the other direction are going to be two venues for my my favorite sporting event in the entire world besides the Indianapolis 500. It's like 1A and 1B for me. So I'm really looking forward to that. We're going to discuss um, some of the teams that have a chance to make it from the state of Indiana, uh, some upset teams that I'm going to call now before we even get into the tournament. And we're going to have a more consistent approach on Twitter, YouTube, and here on the Tone of the Podcast, uh, giving you some bets, giving you some picks, and uh, we'll definitely break down that bracket whenever it comes out here in a little more than two weeks. Conference tournaments already underway, and uh, those will continue to tip off over the next couple of weeks. We'll see if any teams decide to back out. As always, have to thank our great sponsors, Kyle at Caliber Home Loans. This is your best chance to refinance your home. Get a hold of Kyle today at Caliber Home Loans. The rates are very low right now, but they could continue to rise. So if you're going to do it, now is the time to pull the trigger. Caliber is the number one lender in the Indianapolis area. Again, 317-680-6306. Kyle Caliber. Kyle at Caliber Home Loans is the way to go if you're going to refinance your home. And then don't forget about our good friends at Flooring is Forever. If you're looking to get new carpet, new flooring at your business and or your home, get a hold of Harley today. Flooringisforever.com. They are the best. I've seen their work on a few of my friends' places, but they are the best. Check out their awesome reviews online. 20 years in business of experience. 317-755-1246. Flooringisforever.com. We've got some conference tournaments already going on. The Pacers, uh, Bob Kravitz and I will will, will discuss uh, our thoughts on the Pacers coming up too. Um, But I've been watching a lot of college hoops teams like Belmont, I think, have a chance to make a run. Winthrop, you know, you kind of look to see where Purdue, who is right now the only team in the state of Indiana projected to be in the tournament, um, could fall. If if they're a five seed, I hope they don't get number 12 Belmont or number 12 Winthrop because those are two... Um, smaller schools that could really um, give them a run for their money, if not knock them out of the tournament in the first round. So I can't wait for this tournament. It's great for the city. We saw the big decal from Sport Graphics down downtown on the uh, on the big hotel, the JW Marriott, and here it is. I mean, this is Indianapolis. This is what we're what we're made for as a city. All of us as fans, as workers, as residents um, have done a great job to promote this city. And we know how much the the NCAA tournament means to everybody, and to know that it's going to be right here in our own backyard. Uh, looking forward to it. I'm glad that the uh, the bars can can be open a little bit more um, as far as capacity goes and as far as timing goes. Uh, so that was big news. I was glad to see that, and looking forward to that. With that being said, let's bring him on from the athletic. Uh, he's been in Indy for a very long time. You love him. You know him. You respect him. Bob Kravitz with us on the Tone of the Podcast. Hey, Bob. Thanks for your time. My pleasure, Tony. How are you? Good, good. Well, it is March. Um, the tournament will be here. Before we dive into the specifics of it, which venue are you looking forward to most hosting an NCAA tournament game? Oh, Hinkle Fieldhouse, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, yeah, I just love going to, to Hinkle. Um, you know, they, they had – there's actually an interesting backstory that the 19th – the last time they hosted NCAAs, 
uh, it was a regional um, in uh, 1940, and uh, Indiana won that regional, and they would go on to win their first of five of five uh, championships. And what people don't know is that Purdue actually won the Big Ten that year, but Purdue's coach, Piggy, Piggy Lampert, um, he decided that 20 games of a regular season was enough, and he wanted his guys to concentrate on their schooling. So they sent Indiana instead. So that could have been Purdue's first ever banner. <laughs> Something that uh, to this day will never probably happen again. Uh, no. <laughs> we, let's look at just, is there anything that gets taken away from the state of Indiana because only probably one team in Purdue is going to make it? Does that take away from anything? We'd obviously like to see more Indiana-based teams, but it looks like right now Purdue's your only shot. Yeah, it kind of looks that way. Unless, you know, Indiana State uh, can, can win their, uh, their conference and they've mm-hmm. had a hell of a season. Uh, why they're getting ready to fire uh, Greg Lansing, I have no idea, but that's another another time. But, yeah, I think it takes away a little bit. But, I mean, we're going to have – I mean, I, I saw some stat. We're going to have like 140-some-odd games between the high school and the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament. I mean, what better place to do it? And, you know, I'm, I'm completely convinced that Indiana has, has trained for this moment really since the 1970s in the Pan Am games. So I, I think if anybody can pull it off, it's Indiana. And I, I don't say that because I, I'm, you know, I'm a loser now. I just think we're going to do a great job with it. Let's talk about Purdue real quick. You know that they are going to be in the tournament. It's, it's been a pretty good year. It just seems like it's you go into the tournament, oh, Purdue's a 4 or 5 seed, which means they've got a really good chance to make it the Elite Eight. Do we just get used to the greatness that is Matt Painter year in and year out? Well, you know, I think, uh, you know, there might have been some questions after last year when they played so poor, not have reached the NCAA tournament uh, had they had it. Um, but I think we're finding out again, like we needed further confirmation that Matt Painter is one hell of a coach. I mean, this team is the 331st oldest team uh, in Division One. So, I mean, there's only 348. So this is a bunch of kids. So I don't, I don't expect them to go real deep, but they're playing really well. Uh, I love their freshmen. They're, they're true freshmen and their redshirt freshmen. I think Trevion is playing terrific. So, you know, they uh, could they get to the second week? I guess it's, I guess it's possible. But, again, you know, that, that lack of experience at some point can come back and bite you. Bob Kravis from The Athletic with us. So we talked about Matt Painter, and we know that he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Archie Miller down in Bloomington. I don't think he's going to be leaving yet, but it seems like after every loss, we saw the Rutgers loss, we saw the Michigan State loss, the IU faithful just continue and continue to make that hot seat warmer for Archie Miller being the coach moving forward. Well, I I think the clock has already started ticking, but I, I continue to believe that while the while the buyout is not prohibitive, uh, I I don't think Scott Dolson is going to pull the trigger after four years. Uh, but you know, he, you know, if Trace Jackson Davis doesn't come back, um, they're going to be they're going to be hurting next year. I mean, mm-hmm. their freshmen have shown me a little a little something, but nothing nothing consistent. So I don't know what kind of team he's going to have coming back next year. And I think 
it could be another really lean year, and then the clock really will be ticking because I think uh, Indiana fans have just about enough of the Archie Miller era. Let's switch gears to the NBA. The Pacers, are, are we just on cruise control with them yeah. until Warren and Karis LeVert get back? It's like it's, they, they had some momentum going, and now in the last two weeks is, has been awful basketball to watch. They're just terrible. I mean, they were never in that game against Philly, you know, early, I guess. But, um, no, it's, I, I think at this point they just got to stay above water. I mean, the good news mm-hmm. is nobody is running away with the East. I mean, they're four games from fourth place. They're also four games from 14th. So mm-hmm. they're kind of in that netherworld. And, uh, you know, they, they and obviously their schedule is going to be brutal throughout all of March because, uh, you know, they, they can't play at home or they won't be able to play many home games. So I, I just think they've got to, you know, tread water here in the next month, not let it all go completely to hell and uh, get Levert and, uh, and Warren back. And I, I still think this is a pretty good team that could win a playoff series. But um, this next month is really going to be a challenge for them. Yeah, I really like the growth of Malcolm Brogdon and Demonis Sabonis. Sabonis is every night he's in that double figure range going for triple doubles. Brogdon, if he can stay healthy, I think is a huge key to this team. I think the pieces are there. Do you think Karis LeVert is the answer moving forward to get this team you know, deeper into the Eastern Conference playoffs, which honestly lately ha- is not saying much. That's just simply winning a game in the playoffs. Right. No, uh, look, I, I think him and Warren uh, are, are, are the answers. You know, I mean, look, you're, you're, you're going without two starters. Last night they didn't have Lamb. They've missed guys along the way. I, I just, you know, it's, it's still a first-year uh, coaching staff. So, um, you know, if they can just, like I say, tread water and get into April, um, you know, just a couple of games out of maybe a playoff spot. I think they're going to be all right. You know, they may not finish in the top half of uh, the Eastern conference, but uh, I think they're going to be a team that you're going to worry about uh, if you're the opposition come playoff time, because I think this is a, uh, this is a really good team that just hasn't had a chance to show it yet. You know, we, we go to to teams with new faces, and we talk about Karis LeVert coming and switching over to the Colts, and Bob Bob Kravitz from The Athletic joins us. Carson Wentz coming to town. It, it seems like that's who Frank Reich wanted. Ballard saw the success that they had together in Philadelphia. Now he's here. Is this the guy, is this the quarterback that can take them deep and compete with the Baltimores and the Kansas Cities? and even the Bills and the Browns in the future? I think he's got, you know, I hate, I hate the term, but he's got a tremendous upside because we've seen what he can do. We saw in 2017, and, and really for a couple of years after that, but specifically in 2017, 33 touchdowns, seven picks, he was on his way to an MVP. And, mm-hmm. You know, that's, that, that's intriguing, that's exciting. But he's also shown that he can play god awful football, and it's it's really this is this is legacy time for Frank Reich and for Chris Ballard. You know, I my first choice would have been Matt Stafford, mm-hmm. Stafford, but uh, failing Matt, and I thought the price was way too high that the Rams uh, paid. But you know, the other good thing about Wentz is, you know, they only have to hold on to him for two years if he 
if he yeah. comes here and he just stinks, which I don't think is going to happen, but if he comes here and struggles, they can move in another direction after two years. Bob Kra- Bob Kravitz with us. Did you think that the Colts maybe pulled the trigger a little bit too soon on Wentz? You know, we still don't know what's going to happen to Sean Watson. Then all of a sudden, the Russell Wilson stuff's gone down. Or do you think that they had him pegged from the get-go if they couldn't maybe get somebody yeah, else? Yeah, I think they had him pegged from the get-go. And at this point, you can't risk uh, not making a move. If you're mm-hmm. waiting for Deshaun Watson, if you're waiting for Russell Wilson, uh, people like that, uh, you may be waiting a long time, and then suddenly the season starts and you're left with Jacoby Brissett and God knows who else. So, no, I, I think they made the right move here. I think there was definitely um, uh, a reason to move forward with, with, with some speed. Well, we've got obviously big things with the NCAA tournament coming up, but right behind that will be the Indianapolis 500. No fans last year. It's kind of gone back and forth the last couple of weeks. Will there be 25% fans? Will there be 50% fans? It seems like they were kind of waiting to see what maybe the NCAA did down the road for their tournament games. Um, I think we'll see fans at the 500 this year, but Bob, what's your opinion on on, on how many and how that'll go down? Yeah, I, I would think, you know, by then maybe we can get to 50%. I think that this NCAA tournament is going to be a real litmus test. And I mm-hmm. think for for all the sports that come after, uh, I think they're going to look at the NCAA tournament where, um, you know, you are going to have 25%. Uh, or, you know, and more, you're going to have restaurants open, clubs, bars, the whole bit. Let's see what kind of numbers uh, come out of that. You know, if it's if if it turns into a super spreader uh, event, then, you know, I mean, certainly you hope not. But if it turns into something terrible, then I think that's going to hurt everybody else's chance to uh, bring in fans. But if they're able to run this smoothly, with uh, as little uh, stoppage as possible, uh, I think that bodes well for the Indianapolis 500 and any other sports that come after. Bob Kravitz with us on The Athletic. Let people know where they can find your work and uh, subscribe to check out everything that you're going to have in the month of March because, sir, you're going to be one busy man. I can't wait, and I actually get to cover live sports. For the first time in how long? I mean, Colts games, yes, but... Yeah, uh, you know, the only times I've been out of this house are uh, for Colts games, which we still do virtually. I mean, we just up in the press box. And, uh, oh, the Indianapolis 500 uh, last year uh, made, yeah. made drivers available to us. The, the Speedway people did an amazing job of making drivers available to us. So, you know, we'll see what happens there. I think I think we, we, what we've learned is that a lot of this can be done virtually, but nothing beats being at a game, being able to kind of write or podcast or feed off the emotion that you see out of those players. So yeah, I think we're all looking forward to being back. And uh, I guess even though it's a it's it's a term that's overused, but 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 a sense of normalcy um, in, in all forms. Oh, of absolutely. Life. You know, I like I say, I think this is going to be a very important uh, experiment, uh, if I could use that term. Uh, to see how it's going to shake out for, for, for the Indy 500. But, uh, yeah, I, I hope so. I, you know, and honestly, in my business, and, I, you know, clearly people are going through a lot worse things than we are in, in the sports journalism business. But 
not, you know, I, I, I've never even met Nate Bjorkman, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we had a whole season with Philip Rivers and it was all through Zoom. I would have liked to have mm-hmm. looked the guy in the eye and shook his hand and said hello. And, and it's just, it makes my job, uh, our job, 5,000 times more difficult because uh, there is not that human interaction and, um, you know, and everything is kind of done over Zoom. And that's, that's a hard way to give people differentiated journalism. No, you're definitely right about that. Hey, thank you for joining me. We'll do it again throughout uh, maybe, maybe when the month of May rolls around. I appreciate it as always, Bob. All right. Sounds good. Take care, man. All right. A big thanks to Bob Kravitz of The Athletic for hopping on, talking about uh, what's this going to mean for the state of Indiana to host the NCAA tournament from West Lafayette down to Bloomington and then the venues in between. I'm looking forward to it again. We'll have a lot of content coming up throughout the month, talking gambling, talking uh, brackets. We'll fill out the bracket together. And I cannot wait. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, we'll have better things to talk about when it comes to the Pacers. As always, thanks to Flooring Is Forever and Kyle at Caliber Home Loans. Have another podcast coming up in the week. Take care.